Hello, hello, fellow dreamers, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. I am feeling a little bit of a high today. I don't know if you can tell in my voice. I'm just feeling really good. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, late afternoon. Wednesdays are typically my busiest day just because I'm quite literally back to back to back, um, starting very early in the morning. But I am fueled with so much energy right now. It, it all started because my intention waking up today was to have energy that sustained me the whole day. And I think that um, even though I love what I do, and obviously um, I'm very passionate about everything that I talk about, and I love my private clients right now, and I'm loving the group program that I'm running, Wednesdays, by the end of the day, I feel so drained just because I'm putting so much energy into everything that I'm doing. I'm sure you know what this is like. Um, but my intention waking up this morning was to have sustained energy throughout the day. And I decided I was going to go for a run. I like going for a run on Wednesday mornings because I, I get a little bit of a high. If you've heard this podcast, you know that I get a lot of inspiration on my runs as well. Um, I was going to listen to a podcast, but I decided to listen to Jack Johnson. He has a new CD. CD. Do we say CDs anymore? He has a new album out. And I just love Jack Johnson so much. And if you were to ask me what my vibe is, like my vibe is Jack Johnson. So I listened to this new album on my run with this intention of just like creating this energy that would sustain me. And it has. And um, and then I, I started feeling really even better because I was feeling so good. And then that feel good energy just carried me throughout my day and even though it's you know almost 4 p.m now and i decided to record this intro because um i was gonna do it tomorrow and i just feel so alive right now and maybe that's just something that you can think about in your own life when you feel good create create from that feel good space don't waste it Whatever creation means for you. Creation for me right now means a lot of things, but this podcast is a core piece of it. And, you know, I, I was looking at the numbers the other day and I'm like, there's there's a lot of people who are listening. And that feels so, there's, for me, that's a lot of, there's a lot of pride in that. But more than that, there's a lot of purpose in it. You know, I started this podcast because of my passion for all things manifestation and just this deep desire to share this with the world, with people. And it also started because I, I was feeling this deep sense of misalignment in my own career. And I just thought, you know, the podcast could be this great creative outlet. And then, you know, that interviewing people who had used manifestation in their own lives, that those stories and those connections would energize and inspire me. And all of this is true, but it has been so much more. And I was just thinking about this the other day, but if you've been listening from the beginning, um, so from, I think it was February, 2021 was my first podcast episode release. I was on maternity leave with my third baby 
just about to go back to my full-time job at Twitter. And if you listen through these episodes, um, it was really early on me exploring this world of personal development and figuring out what I wanted and and what my life was going to be. Um, and I also learned a lot about the coaching industry. As I interviewed coaches on the podcast, I started to realize, holy crap, like this is what I want to do. So I did what I do best, you know, and what I what I love to teach, which is I started to use manifestation techniques to turn this curiosity I had into reality. And well, more on that later. But my point in all this is when I decided that this is what I wanted to try, coaching. Listeners started reaching out to me, almost unprompted. Well, it was unprompted in the beginning. And soon I started coaching on the side with really no real intention of yet leaving my, my corporate career. It was for me a true side hustle and I was excited about it because it was lucrative. I mean, I just for full transparency, in the beginning, um, I was making, you know, like, anywhere from four to $5,000 a month on top of my salary. And it wasn't this hustle grind mentality. It was fun. And going back to what I had wanted, it had 100% energized and inspired me. And then, you know, I would get to see this trans- the transformations in the women I'd coach. And that was, oh, that was like a whole other layer of fulfillment and purpose just to have someone come to you and say that you changed their life in some way. I mean, to hear that there is truly, I think, no greater honor in my opinion. Um, And I share all of this with you guys for a reason. It came to me this week, actually on another jog, (laughs) that there are other people out there who would find this same sense of fulfillment and purpose in coaching. And, you know, rather than leaving their corporate job to jump into this new industry, I could teach them step-by-step how to start a coaching practice as a side hustle, exactly like I did. And so that's what I'm doing starting in August. I'm going to be opening up I think five spots, maybe maybe less, um, three to five spots for women who are interested in and committed to starting a coaching practice, either as a side hustle or a full-time career. This is going to be 12 weeks of working with me privately, and it's going to be a mentorship. We'll cover it all, defining your niche, getting your first clients, branding, messaging, social media, starting a podcast if that's what you want to do and building up a sustainable and lucrative business and doing that all the feminine way you know flow creativity fun inspiration excitement if you know me i am not available for the struggle and stress so it's really about simplicity and ease and I promise you I'm going to pour my heart and soul into this work um, to make these women successful. And 
you know, I'm not going to announce this formally for a few weeks. I'm actually taking a vacation next week, two-week vacation. I'm really excited with my family. We're going to be in southern France. Um, but if you're listening right now, you're going to be the very first to hear about it. And if you're interested and feeling the tug, send me an email or a DM and let's chat. Um, I don't know how long these spots will be open. And again, I'm, I'm planning to announce when I return from my vacation sometime in July. All right, you guys, on to this week's episode. I am so excited to share it with you. The conversation is a good one. So um, I this week I chatted with Amanda Merritt. She is a light worker, a spiritual coach, a speaker, an author, and we talk about why staying rooted in who you really are is absolutely key to manifesting a life you love. And we really talk about how to tap into your intuition and how to find alignment when something feels off in your life or in your career. So uh, Amanda herself, she spent a good chunk of her adult life climbing the corporate ladder, I think like a lot of us, definitely like me, until she realized that her higher purpose in life was to be a leader and to teach other women to step into their own power to start manifesting their own dreams and there really are so many golden nuggets of advice in this conversation from how to build up your own confidence to dealing with comparison and the pressure of people pleasing but really if there's one key takeaway here it's about how You being you, and again, staying rooted in your own truth will allow you to truly step into your own power and leadership and empowering others. So if you enjoy this episode and are enjoying the podcast, please drop a rating on iTunes or Spotify. should only take a minute to do this, and I would really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Um, God, I just feel like I spoke forever, but um, I am so excited to jump right in. Let's do this. Hello, hello. I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. I love to start every interview with gratitude. So Amanda, let's start with three things that you're grateful for today, and they can be the most random things. And sometimes that's more fun. Ooh. Okay. Three things that I'm grateful for. Well, one, because I literally don't go one day without thinking sweet baby Jesus for this. I live like four houses from the beach Oh, and I love the ocean. And that was my dream as a little girl was to live on the ocean. And now I have many different times in the last 10 years. Yeah. And I pretty much have only lived on the ocean since 2010 almost. And, but I'm really close right now. And I love where I live so much that I'm just, I wake up grateful every day I step outside. Oh, I love that. And me too. Yes. It's such a good feeling, you know, yeah. to love where you, where you live. So 
one, I'm grateful for that. Two, I am also, I'm also grateful because I'm moving homes actually. And I don't know when, whenever my new one comes available, I have like three weeks left to find a home. And it's, I've known for a few months, but just the right one hasn't come along yet. But my landlord just told me if I needed to stay an extra month or something, I could because the homes, this home is an escrow. They're selling it. That's why I have to move out. So I have like a little extra support and padding from the universe if I need it. And I'm like, I feel supported. I feel very supported. So I find my perfect house. I might not need the extra support, but it was just nice to have that come in. So I know that's random. That's so nice. I always just affirm I'm so supported, so supported, so supported. And I feel like stuff like this always happens. So yes. If you, if you say you're supported and you feel supported, you are supported, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And three, I'm just thinking about how cool it is that I get to have these kinds of conversations. And this is what I get to do every single day is just pretty much just I've created this business where I just be myself and I just get to show up and hang out with cool people like you. Yes. Oh my God. And that's actually a perfect segue because Amanda, I was, um, when I initially read your bio and started following you, well, specifically when I read your bio, there were parts of it that just felt like almost eerily similar to my own experience, just in terms of being really successful in a corporate career, climbing the ladder, having the title and, you know, the, the quote unquote success from the outside, Mm -hmm. but feeling totally uninspired and unfulfilled on the inside and, um, and just by the work itself. So you made a pivot and I made a pivot too. It just, but a very big pivot right into the coaching space, into personal development, into podcasting, into spirituality and manifestation And I would love to hear about what that was like for you and how you found that purpose and that passion, how you got on the path of, of starting this work and just, um, what, what, what got you to really take the leap and do it? Yeah. I'm so grateful you asked that question because I know a lot of people in the world are feeling this way right now. And I feel a new wave of light workers and healers and just people that are being called to share their own unique gifts in the world, whatever those might be, could even just be a product or a service or, or it could be coaching, right? Uh, I feel like there's more of us that are really needed in the world to share our passions with the world. And so it's becoming increasingly more evident why this happened so soon for me and why I feel like I am sharing what I share in the world and how much more needed it is. And I never, I never could have imagined how much more needed it could be, right. Just with the pandemic and all the things that have unfolded in the world and just the state of the world right now, Yeah, you know, and it's, so that's kind of magical, I guess, to know that there's so much more, it's, it's a bigger purpose than I initially thought. And I initially knew it was going to be pretty big because I was shown visions, but Yeah. So, well, what ended up happening for me is I was in corporate staffing for, I was, I worked with the same company for seven years back in Tampa, Florida. I, I now live in Southern California, as we mentioned, I'm originally from Michigan though. I'm, I'm a Midwest gal. Oh, we're in Michigan. I have to ask. Oh, okay. Um, Metro Detroit area this is a town okay. called Sterling Heights. Oh, okay. My husband's from Holland, Michigan. Oh, so cool. Go back a lot. Yeah. I love that. It's so funny because I'm always surprised when people say we're in Michigan and people actually either know where I'm from or they have family there and it's a small world really truly yeah and if they and if they're from Michigan they'll be like hold up the hand uh-huh. on the oh hand. yeah 
<laughs> Hold up the hands. 100%. I love it. So, but yeah. So when I lived in Tampa, I lived in Tampa for my entire pretty much career there in corporate. I, you know, I actually really did love my corporate job. I climbed the ladder really quickly. I always had my, my eyes set on leadership and I thought it, I was confused at one point because I thought everyone wanted to be up at the top. And I realized that's just an Amanda thing. I'm like, Oh, not everyone else wants to like take over the world. Oh, just me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just me here. No, there were other people obviously, but yeah, I just have been a natural born leader. And especially when I was in my career and I, I did love it. It was a great company to work for climb the ladder. Like I mentioned rather quickly, I held so many different roles from leading teams and working next to C-levels in the company and managing teams and project management roles, all these sorts of different promotions and opportunities that really, I know were training me for what I'm doing today, mm-hmm. you know, training me for the level of business that I have created for myself today. Cause now I'm I have to hire people in my own company and train people and run a business and have the left brain tapped, you know, those things kind of in place, at least to know how to run a company. And then also at the same point in time, you know, I had a spiritual awakening along that journey and I just, you know, I just always knew there was something more than meets the eye with life. And I was fascinated with human behavior. I was fascinated in the, in the beginning with like astrology. I always like was interested in creation and manifestation and law of attraction and, and angels. I always believed that there were angels and that always fascinated me. And there was one day I was actually at a a friend's dad's party. (laughs) It's like 60th birthday party. And we, uh, I almost didn't go. And I last minute decided to go. And a woman looked over me somewhere throughout the night. She goes, walks up to me and we start talking. And she, this was back in 2012, by the way, the end of 2012. Mm -hmm. And she said, you're a light worker. And I didn't know what that meant because no one was talking about this at that point in time, as much as they are today. Yeah. And I started bawling because I knew she, whatever she said (gasps) was true. And And I, we stood in the back corner. We moved to the back corner of this party in this house. And we talked all night about what that meant. And she was very intuitive and she became a friend of mine. And that, I just remember feeling like my life changed that night and the next morning. And yeah, and I was already on the personal growth path, but it was kind of the beginning stages of that. But this was like, wow, a weight had been lifted. It was like, she saw me. I felt seen by her. I felt like I had been different in some way. And I just felt very seen by her and everything started opening up from there in wild ways. And long story short, I mean, I grabbed stacks of books and read about light workers and read about all this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is me. You know, I knew there was a greater purpose and I know it was crazy. Wait, I, I just have to ask, um, well, I have so many questions from this, so I want to make sure. Yeah. 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 No, (laughs) I mean, I could continue the journey, but ask the questions because this is helpful for people who might be having the same experiences. Yeah. So I, and I also want to circle back on, on what you said about the, the roles that you were in that were training you for where you are today. Cause I think that's so relevant, but yes, going back to that party in 2012. So this friend's dad's party where you met this woman. Do you believe that it was that 
specific place and time that you were meant to be? Like, is this the universe set this up for you? Or, or do you think you would have had the same kind of awakening had you, you know, fallen ill or just decided last minute, never mind, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Because there's, yeah. there's infinite paths and infinite yeah. ways to get there. And, you know, it was so much more than just, you know, her sharing that with me, but that definitely was a big awakening moment for me to know that I was, that I wasn't crazy, that I was here for a greater purpose, that I was yeah. different, that not in a, and I'm better than you way, but like, I always felt different than people. I felt dropped into my friend circle. Even I felt dropped into my family. Yeah. I felt dropped onto this earth almost. Yeah. And, and so for someone to see that and to see that within me, and I knew it was truth. It wasn't like she t- was telling some, me something I didn't know. Almost. It was like, she awakened a remembrance inside of me by reflecting that to me. Yeah. And it suddenly made sense, you know? And so I believe that it was, there's divine timing, but there's also many ways that we can have these experiences, but I am very grateful for her. Yeah. Um, okay. So what does it mean to be a light worker in your own words? Yeah. Well, for me, it means that we came onto this planet to help it evolve at mm. a massive scale. There are certain light beings who have come into, we're all, we all essentially can be awakened into that, but there are certain beings who came here to, uh, share a greater message with the world and to help this planet to rise in vibration and to evolve at a higher level. Um, cause one thing I'm an intuitive, so I get shown visions and one of the thing I train my coaches to do, I train, I train coaches, train spiritual coaches and, um, you know, just alongside me supporting people as well. But one of the things that's really important that I've been given to over the years is like, uh, there was, there, there's been many times where there's been awakenings that have tried to happen on this planet and it just wasn't happening quite as quick enough. And I feel like we've reached a tipping point. And so even with the pandemic and all that stuff is meant to awaken us even further and in a very rapid way. Yeah. So, so with, when you had this conversation and all of this, uh, she's bringing this up and it clicks and it, everything makes sense and you feel it intuitively, what do you do with that information and what was next for you? Yeah. So for me, after that point, again, like I, it was an awareness that dropped in, like it was truth that landed in. It was a remembrance. I started to remember more of my purpose. And I just remember going for Pinkberry with all my girlfriends the next morning in her car. And I remember feeling like high in my body. Mm. I felt alive. I felt like I was reborn or like I was awake for the first time. It felt like I woke up and, and so I became obsessed with, um, reading up about this and researching it and, getting my hands on any books that I could. I started listening to Hay House Radio obsessively at the time yeah. it was called that. And I started a blog shortly after because I like very shortly after, probably less than six months after that, I started to feel really called to share what lessons I was learning and what was happening. Cause at the same time, my dating life was kind of a hot mess. So I felt like I had dialed in my career 
but I was definitely attracting all the wrong partners mm-hmm. <laughs> and very emotionally unavailable men. And I never really found myself fulfilled and I didn't know my, my worth in that area of life. So that's was something too, as the years progressed that I learned a lot from and through, and that yeah. really inspired me to help other women in that area, which is actually what ended up, um, well, actually starting that blog is what called people into my world, but eventually people started just asking how they could work with me wow. from that. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, so many questions again. <laughs> the first is when you, when you said you became obsessed and you dove into all the literature, what, um, what specific books did you read? I, I asked this because this is the thing that listeners always then we'll like Instagram me about it's like, mm-hmm. what did they read? What did they dive into? <laughs> what podcast? Yeah. So again, this was so long ago. There's so many books now and I haven't been reading that much lately just because I'm writing my own and I want to, I've been, Ooh. I know I'm really excited. It should be coming out this fall and I, I cannot wait, but some of the books that changed my life at that time, I'll share with you a few. Um, one was by Wayne Dyer, The Power of Intention. Mm-hmm. I love him. It's like back yeah. to the basics can sometimes be the most powerful work, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. when we just keep it clean and it's not as convoluted as sometimes some of the work out there ends up being. Yeah. And so uh, Power of Intention is a great book. It's a beautiful book too. The one I had, it was like all colored inside and I gave it, I gave it to my, one of my friend's dads to read. So I don't have it anymore. I need to get another copy, mm-hmm. but that's a real good one. And then another one that really changed my life, I remember, because I started giving this to some of my first clients, The Spirit Junkie by Gabrielle Mm. Bernstein. Mm. Yeah. And so those are her early, early days. It was maybe her second book or something, but Mm -hmm. it is, that also really, really was powerful because it's all about um, the road to self-love and miracles, I think is the tagline. And so if you feel like you're struggling with self-worth and self-love and yeah, just really wanting to get on that spiritual path, that's a really great book to read as well. Amazing. And those are two probably that I would recommend. Yeah. So, so then you started your blog and what was your blog or what is your blog about? Like, what was (laughs) the idea behind it? What was your intention in creating it? Yeah. So it no longer exists. We are starting to put more blog posts on my actual personal website. So technically I have a blog there, but it's not, it won't trace you back to 2012 because uh, we ended up moving. I just made the executive decision in that moment. I wanted to move it all to Instagram. Mm. So um, shortly it, it probably only was in, in its existence for a couple of years. And I moved it all over to just with my corporate job at that time and everything. I and I just got the guidance to go on Instagram. So I started growing an audience there. And but, what year was this? So, okay. So my blog started in t- early 2013. And then I think I took it to Instagram 2015. I want to say whenever wow. I just er- started. Early, early days. Early OG days. I'm yeah. just, like, no one was doing this work. It was like, I was truly being guided and there wasn't a lot of examples of this out there. And there wasn't a lot of coaches. There weren't a lot of coaches at all. Wow. So. And were you, were you, um, were you talking about manifestation and law of attraction, mm-hmm. everything, you know, yeah. from self-love to angels, to manifestation, to law of attraction, to, yeah, your thoughts, create your experience to really, I've, I've always been so obsessed with being able to 
tap into our highest potential and live our highest possible life. For me, that's my personality anyways. And then it's always efficiency with me. It's like, how can we get there quick? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. So we hack the system. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's a little corporate in you too. (laughs) Right. Me too. Um, so with manifesting, um, was it the same kind of thing? Like where you're like, okay, I've been doing this forever. I know this, it's a remembrance or, um, was it something else? Did it take, you know, reading a book to, yeah, totally. Well, I, I definitely tapped into, I remember watching the secret I'm mm-hmm. getting a vision of that right now in my my Tampa apartment. I remember watching The Secret and I feel like for many of us, it is a remembrance. You know, we yeah. are remembering what our soul already knows and we are more soul than we are actually human. And so when you start to really resonate more with that higher version of you, these are all just remembrances, really truth and truth for everyone. But they were, to me, it was like, I was soaking everything up and almost maybe I didn't realize this back then, but getting a lot of down, my own downloads. And it was like, I was able to just quickly teach about it. I, I could embody it. I knew it. It's like, I already knew this yeah. when I was reading it. So a lot of it was remembrance and reminders for sure. Yeah. And Amanda, what do your, your downloads and your visions look like, or how do they appear? Mm-hmm. When do they appear? Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that can take a little time and cultivation sometimes for people. And I feel that we are all always awakening to different levels of it, right? Like my intuition is never going to stop growing. I hope not and expanding. Right. Mm -hmm. And the level of downloads we receive and things like that are going to get sharper and sharper as we go. So for those listening that have that question too, it's The thing is with this is you're already intuitive. You're already getting downloads and visions. And I'll share with you how they came in for me, how they come in for me. Here's an example. One time I was watching a live video of someone and she was, she was giving something away on the live video. And I was in that, in my Tampa apartment at that time as well. I remember exactly where I was sitting. And I think I was recording a meditation album that weekend. I don't know why I remember this. My first meditation album it's called raise your vibe <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, things were starting to really awaken and open for me even more, but I, uh, she, she was giving away something and she said the winner, if you can guess the animal that I'm seeing and thinking of, then you you'll, that's how I'll choose a winner. And then I had a vision. I literally had a memory pop in. I first, well, first of all, I sat there and I said, I'm going to win this. Yeah. She was an astrologer and she was giving away birth chart reading. It was actually Danielle Page, if anyone knows her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is way back in the day, like way back. So I've known her for a while as well, if anyone's familiar with her. But so I was like, I'm going to win this thing. I'm, I decided I'm like, I'm winning this. And then I saw a memory pop in of me holding my nephew at the flamingo exhibit at the zoo. And I'm like, oh, let me just, I don't know why that just came in. That's weird. Let me just oh. pop it in. And so I said, flamingo. And she's like, who said flamingo? You won. Oh I, my God. Uh-huh. So I realized that was a vision. That was a vision that visions actually can pop in just like a memory would in our, in our mind's eye. And so I started to trust those visions more. I started to open up and ask my angels and guides and God source universe, whatever you believe in to please help sharpen my intuition and my visions. 
And so then I started to trust and follow those more and more and more. And I realized how they were becoming very accurate. It wasn't always perfect. Take some testing sometimes of like, um, not testing, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for of just uh, like following it more, trusting it more, implementing yeah. it more, like experimenting with it more, I guess is the word. So, so does this mean, does this mean something like, show me something that I'm on the right path? Or like, what, are yeah. you, are you asking specific questions or what, uh-huh. what do you mean by trusting it more? Yeah. So you can use using your intuition for anything. Right. So for me, I'm a, I'm quite a visionary. So I'm like, how can I get to my next level God source in my, or how can I, I, I teach this even today to people and myself daily tapping into intuition, asking it a question and seeing what comes in. And so like, for example, for that, like for me saying like, I'm going to win this, what's the animal. And then that memory came in and then that happened to be accurate, (laughs) but you can use it for anything and you can learn how to sharpen and hone this gift to be able to receive it. Um, which is very helpful when you're building a business. It's very helpful in dating. It's very, I just know things. I really, I just know things about people. It's crazy. The other day, we were, my friend and I were watching live music and a guy started talking to us and I was like, he's a soccer player. Like I saw soccer in his field and um, he started talking and he's like, I used to be a professional soccer player and my jaw like hit the floor. I'm like, uh, I'm like my friend that I was with, like, I literally just saw that before he said it. It's just, it's normal now for me. So, but it's yeah. fun. So how do you use it? Um, I love the, I love the dating example, but like what, <laughs> what is something, because I, I have a couple of, of um, clients who are seeking love and we're, you know, we're working on manifesting and self-worth and all of that stuff, self-love, but how could you use visions or these downloads to help you in the area of finding love and attracting love? Yes. So also too, intuition comes in, in so many different forms, right? So not just in vision, some people get knowings, like they just know something is accurate. They just know something is going to taste good on the menu or they just know, right? Like I use it for menus all the time. So it's, that's one thing that I love or feeling, feeling into things. Like I actually now before, and then I'll answer your question even more about that is now I've decided I wanted to know how things were going to taste on menus before I ordered them. So I'd never be disappointed. (laughs) And and so I will now tune into things and I'm like, that's going to be good. Nope. That's not going to be good. (laughs) And sometimes I don't follow it because I'm like, yeah, but I really want that thing. It looks good. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be wrong. And then I ordered and I'm like, damn, I knew that thing was going to be bland. (laughs) Like, no, for real. Yeah, like, that's amazing. My friends laugh their butts off at me because I'm like, ooh, this is going to be like really flavorful. And my friend's like, yeah, I've had that before. You're right. It is flavorful. I'm like, I know I can taste it. I can literally taste how it's going to taste in my mouth. Um, and so you can start to, you just got to practice. But with regards to dating, so I, although I haven't met my partner yet, I've I've had so many visions. It's, I that, that would be a whole nother just episode in itself about that in itself, because it can also change depending on, uh, free will decisions and alignment. And we're on the same journey, still on the same path, moving in the same direction, still working on ourselves. You know, it's going to take a 
someone who's really on the growth path to be in my life. And, um, so, but I have dreams and different visions and things. And so one thing I would say is for those clients is to just ask to be shown, ask to open up and be shown the type of person that is, is a match for you. You're a divine partner. Mm-hmm. I don't believe dating is not a numbers game in my world. Dating is not, oh, you just got to go on a hundred dates and then you'll find the one. I don't believe that. If you feel called to do that, great. There is a certain soul that is aligning for your clients. You know, there's, and so I would take time to energetically connect and call in the presence of your partner and then take time in meditation every morning to, or as often as you can, or once a week or whatever, have some time to energetically connect. And what you can do is, cause I'm being shown this right now. There's a few different ways mm. you can invite each of your chakras to align, like invite, like see, see you merging with their energy, mm. if that makes sense. And then invite their energy in your space and see them merging with your energy. And then you can start to, you might start to get visions. You might start to see things. I've had clients see literally another with the partner. They're like, I saw his hair and a vision <laughs> or wow. they'll start to, in time, as you really let go and allow, um, you'll start to get winks for that. Wow. I love that. I love that. I feel like when I met my, I definitely manifested my husband a hundred percent. And I, I have done, like I've talked about this on the podcast. Um, And I can't say that I had visions, but I did know immediately, like immediately. And it was almost this, like, maybe I did have something before then. Cause it was like meeting and it it used to really bug me. Cause this was something that my parents would say, like, you just, you'll know, you'll know. And I'm like, but like, I don't think I'm just going to know. And what if, you know, and then, <laughs> and then I would date someone and be like, well, I don't know, or do I know, or maybe this is knowing, but it was so much like when I met Alex, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You did know. I, yeah. I, knew. Uh-huh. I knew. And it was like, maybe there was this piece of it of remembering, or I had mm, yes. something. It's a soul recognition that happens. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's a soul remembrance and recognition that happens when we meet the person that we're meant to be with, you know? So do you think there's just one? No, I think there's multiple depending on where we're vibrating and our soul and and free will, right. What we're choosing. Yeah. So that's what I get shown. I think sometimes the way people talk about twin flames and all that is actually really old and expired paradigm of divine union and what we're came, came here to birth. So I know part of my journey is being able to show people what that new birthing is. And, um, it's just a matter of time before that unfolds for me, where I can get to share my entire process with this and and sharing it too. But I love hearing that for you, Julia, and you knew so, and he knew right away. Oh yeah. He told his, he told his um, the friend who he was with, we met at, at lunch. He told his friend who was also kind of into me, <laughs> he, he was like, sorry, I'm going to marry this girl within like five minutes. It was weird. And he's never, he's not that type of person either. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about, so I, I was all up in your social media and I, I love <laughs> so much of what you post about, there was a post maybe, um, I don't know, recently where you were talking about the importance of staying rooted in who you are and yes. 
knowing what you believe, knowing your values, your heart, all of this. And, and I think anyone intellectually can understand, yeah, of course, that's important to know your values and live your values. But you were talking about it in the in the context of like leadership yeah, and in in practicing to become this higher version of yourself. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, really important in my world. So, so not, I, so I also train coaches, as I mentioned, but I work with a lot of different leaders. So in my private practice, which is very limited in what I do in my private practice, but I do support people in the public eye in that area now in high level entrepreneurs and CEOs and people who have big audiences and big influence in the world. And, you know, like in my mastermind, it's all different levels of, of female entrepreneurs. And, um, that's actually what we're, what we are, um, opening right now for. And so this is like a great reminder right now for everyone, but it's something I stand for is we don't have to, we do not have to bend on our values, our morals or integrity in order to be successful. And we don't have to just go with the crowd and do what everyone else is doing if it doesn't feel good because we feel like we should. Mm-hmm. I think true leadership is knowing who you are, knowing what your beliefs are, mm-hmm. knowing what your values are, knowing how you want to lead in your life and in your brand or business or in your leadership, and really not allowing yourself to be pulled off that path because it is so easy to be through comparison, especially through social media, through for some of my really high level clients, pressure from their managers, pressure from um, the music industry, pressure from public pressure from people. It is so easy to lose yourself if you are not rooted in who you are. Totally. And there's also the the people pleasing aspect, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not wanting to offend or go against the grain or say something polarizing or controversial, even if it's what you believe, because you don't want to ruffle any feathers. Absolutely. Right? That's a great point. Right. And so being able to stand out and say things too, that are your truth that you know need to be shared, that you're being guided to shared, and it's from a pure intention, and it's not from you know an emotional response or from wound, right? I always try to do a check in, like, why am I wanting to share this so strongly? Is this for the best for everyone? And but it can be a little scary sometimes in leadership because we are paving a new path. We're not going with the crowd, so some of the things that we are meant to share are a little different. Yeah. My mom said something the other day, and now I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this, but it's something about pioneers have arrows in their back. Um, But this whole idea of like, when you are doing something new or paving the way, there are going to be people who are not, you know, not necessarily going to want to throw arrows at you, but are going to question you. And, um, potentially be upset by what you're saying or, and we know now that that doesn't mean that, you know, you're in the wrong or that you're doing something bad, but it just means you're doing something no one has done before. And it's really about the other person, right? And it's about their own experiences and what they need to work through. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, there's been some times where you know, I disagree with the idea that we have to protect our energy. And I know that's something that a lot of people teach, but I get shown differently that 
that actually that word protection puts us in a victim place of like, oh, we need to be protected by something. But when mm-hmm. we're in our power, we don't need to be protected. When we're in our hearts, we don't actually need, we're unshakable. When we don't need to, the idea of being protected, it doesn't mean we're not aware of our surroundings or anything like that, mm-hmm. right? We're not putting a seatbelt on when we're riding a car. Let's be, let's be real here. <laughs> yeah. But, but the idea that someone could, um, you know, s- suck your energy from you or this or that. Like we just got to learn how to stay in our power more. And that's my take on it and the teachings they have me bring through. But I remember when I shared that there was someone who, uh, closer with in my life. And she's like, we're going to agree to disagree on this one. Right. And so (laughs) you have to be okay with saying and sharing things that, you know, are actually meant to really empower and help people Yeah. in the face of that. Cause that might have people questioning what they've known to be true for so long. And they're not ready. They're not ready to step outside of that. And so with just kindness and love, and we're all entitled to our own opinions and what works for us as well. So I know my, it's not my way or the highway. It's not my way or the, is the only way. And I also think it takes humble being humble and leadership and just being unrocked by accepting the other people. Not everyone's going to vibe with you and that's okay. Totally. And, and this is something I, I talk a lot about on the podcast, which is like, isn't it better to attract people because of something that you're saying that you really believe than to say something that you don't really believe and attract those kinds of people, whether it's friends or clients or followers. And um, I think when you really, when anyone thinks about that, it, it makes so much sense. Of course, when I speak my truth and I attract people who resonate with that, that is going to feel like alignment and that's going to feel good. And it's going to feel bad if a, I don't speak my truth and I'm not in alignment with my own values. And it's going to feel bad if I start attracting and surrounding my people with myself with those kinds of people who, who, you know, resonate with that, which I don't believe. hundred percent. Yes. I always like to just check in and say, where's my heart in this? Do I, I know what my intentions are. I know what I, you know, stand firm in and this is why, right. In case like something gets triggered from, you know, someone disagreeing with you or questioning you, it's okay to have like stuff come up with that, but it's just another thing to look at around not really needing people to get you or understand you. And that's also just the personal freedom journey that I think each of us are on. Yeah. And I, and I also think there's something that's so refreshing when someone, you know, really does speak their truth. Like, I mean, this is such a small example, but, um, my son had, um, there was a auction party for his preschool and it was, a um, a, um, theme, what the 1920s theme. And I hadn't been to a costume party since college. And um, I'm on, I was on this text thread with all of these moms who I love. And they're all like, oh my God, a theme. Are you kidding? Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, great. Do we have to get a cut? Co- like, can we just pretend that we're, we didn't see the theme? And I almost chimed in and was like, yeah. Blah, blah. And then I was like, wait, no, I, I'm really excited for this. I <laughs> go all out. And I just said that and it felt so good. And, you know, I think it's like these little micro examples in our life. And then of course, like everyone was like, I love that about you. And that's so funny. And that's so cute. And where are you going to get your costume? And it just feels really, really good to stand in your truth and to be authentic to who you are, even if it's like goes against what 
society tells you or your group of friends or what they're saying on Instagram, you know, just being you is liberating. 100%. Yes. And sometimes we're afraid to be that way because we just want to be liked. And then there's people pleasing that comes into play with that. And I've definitely had to look at that over the years. Yeah, totally. Okay. One last question for you that kind of ties it back to what we were talking about in the beginning um, on on synchronicities. And it's timely because I I just this morning, um, I had a conversation with one of my um, private clients and and I actually mentioned this in my story today because I thought it was so cool. So she has this opportunity to um, open up a restaurant and it felt like literally her whole life was leading her to this point, even though a few weeks ago there was no way to kind of make sense. of. so she was, she worked at restaurants, but then she was in hospitality and then she worked in the events and marketing and then with entrepreneurs it's the whole Steve Jobs thing, which is you can't really connect the dots looking forward. But now that this opportunity has presented itself, it's like, oh my God, these were all these synchronistic events. I've gained all these experiences. All of these roles are literally have paved the way and are preparing me for this thing that just feels so right. I would love to hear your thoughts on this and and specifically on synchronicities and finding those patterns in our lives. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing is there is, there's many ways we can get from point A to point B, right? And some people are very, very, very logic driven and more in the left brain. And I tend to reside in the middle of, but a lot of people do come to me because they want to experience the magic as well, because I have a very unique perspective on growing businesses and, you know, meeting the person or right. Like I believe that when we are most in alignment with our highest self and in our heart, and we believe in the possibilities that the possibilities can show up anywhere and everywhere. Like I've met clients, high paying clients in bathroom lines at a cafe in hair hair (laughs) salons. Yep. Hair salons. Uh, gosh, the most crazy ways, like word of mouth, like random things just flowing to me. The house that I'm living in now, I manifested while I was buying a bathing suit. That's how I found it. I asked the girl when I was buying the suit, she happened to be the owner of the store and said, oh, my friends are moving out into place. It ended up being exactly what I wanted. And I was looking for a while. So for me, and this is like, no, this happens to my clients all the time even the most successful ones where they realize that, oh my gosh, they don't have to be hustling the way that they thought that they needed to all the time. Like they can actually align themselves, continue to show up and take action. Cause that will always be important, but things can just pop out of the blue for them. No rhyme or reason, no logic. One of the slowest months in my client's business ended up being like tip, like historically, uh, she runs a multi multi-million dollar business. Uh, I do support people of all different levels, but she happens to be uh, a really thriving business owner. And it ended up being one of her slowest months, ended up being one of her biggest months she's ever had in her business. And she's like, one I know of her it. slowest. Uh huh. Ended up being one of her biggest ever, wow. biggest months. Um, like it's traditionally very like a low revenue month. And it was, oh. it blew it out of the water, blew oh. it out of the water. And it wasn't more work. It wasn't harder. And she, that's what 
happened to her while she was in my mastermind. And it's because we spend a lot of time tuning our energy to expect miracles, to expect synchronicities, to expect those chance meetings, right? Those messages that come to you or those meetings on the street or right. You, you get a craving for a coffee and then you go there and your soulmate ends up being in line. Right. And that's how magical life can be. If we are opening open to experiencing that and that's how business can be. That's how money can be. That's how soulmate clients that you attract can be. All of it gets to be that way. If we are open to experiencing that. I love that so much. It's really just manifestation at a fundamental level, which is you get what you expect, or if you believe it will happen, it will happen. You have to have the belief there. So you'll get the, you'll see the synchronicities. You'll see the signs. If you believe that they exist, if you believe that they'll happen. 100%. I love that. So Amanda, you mentioned masterminds, you mentioned a few other like clients that you work with, maybe one-on-one, what are different ways that clients work with you? What do you have going on in your world right now? Yes. So we are launching my next mastermind. It's called the mastermind where everything she touches turns to gold. And yes. So it is going to be all about that synchronicities, manifesting upgrades. People come to me for upgrades. So you come into my world, maybe you've been stuck at a certain income level. This is for people who have businesses, but all different industries, including even sales, people in sales, uh, or managers, CEOs, coaches, um, online entrepreneurs in any form I've served real estate agents. They were selling million dollar homes during the pandemic with no showings, like magic, straight up magic can happen. And so we come together. We all are really stepping into our next level CEO self and whatever way that is leadership. And we're going for big things, big things that would make your jaw drop. And let's see how big and expansive it can be this summer. Mm. So yeah, we start at the end of June, June 29th. And um, you can peep more information either through the link in my Instagram bio or on my website. And I'll put it on the show notes as well. Um, Amanda, I have loved this conversation and I, and I have one more question for you because I, and I think you're going to like it. It's one of my favorite questions (laughs) and it's going to involve a little bit of channeling, maybe seeing a vision for you. Okay. So I want to ask you in, let's put ourselves five years in the future, June of 2027, what is Amanda Merritt telling you? What is the advice that she's going to give Amanda Merritt in 2022? Mm. Ooh, my future self giving advice to me now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ooh, I just audibly heard stay consistent. Um, and then I actually saw my future self holding a baby. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, um, yeah. I see her holding a baby on her hip and also, and another little one oh. standing next to her, like a toddler, um, I see, definitely see a man standing next to me. So hello, sir. Hello. And yeah, I keep, I kept hearing stay consistent, but I, but I just keep hearing like really go big, like really, really go crazy, go wild, go big. Oh, I love it. I love it. I feel that for you too. Uh huh. Um, spread your light. And, you know, all of us, if for everyone listening, if you feel this same, kind of sense like that you're supposed to be expanding the consciousness. If you want to do your little part, like 
do it, go big, do it now. Right. Yes. Because now really is people say this, but it really actually is the only moment you have and do it imperfectly. Just do it, do it because we don't know one. I didn't even have it. I still don't have it figured out, but we all just keep going and eventually things click into place. And eventually you have everything you could have ever imagined. I could have never imagined that I'd be serving like the people that I do in my private practice now and the level of how much I'm, I love it so much. It brings me so much joy. I, and really truthfully, I could have never imagined life would have led me in this direction, but I kept following my heart and following what was exciting and what felt inspiring. And I kept following that even when I didn't know how. Yes. We never really know how. No. And, and like you said, also don't worry if, if you don't think if it's not quote unquote, the right path, because all of there are infinite paths, right? And yes, if you follow yes. that inspiration, if you follow that excitement, if you follow feeling good and joy and all those things, you're attracting that life that you want toward to you. Yes. And you can't screw it up because yeah. as, as you just said, I want to reiterate something that um, Julie said that was really important is there's infinite paths. Mm-hmm. So you can't screw it up. So don't get caught up in, am I on the right path? Like what's the one that's bringing you the most joy and the highest path is going to be the one where you are walking as your highest self. So stay again, rooted in who you are. There we go again. Stay rooted in who you are yes. and your values and your morals and what excites you and go for it, run toward it. It's not too late for you. It's not too saturated out there. That just came through is very important to share. It's not like claim it, decide that it's you Yeah. decide that you're next, decide that you're important, decide that you're significant, decide that you can do this and it will part the red seas. Yeah. Yes. And, and deciding isn't a feeling right. Deciding is taking action and you just have to do it. 100%. Yeah. You just have to do it. And on that note, go do it. Decide that it's you. Decide right now. Go start creating the life that you want. It doesn't have to be this big thing. Just take the first step. Decide what you want, claim it, and do it. And if you need the extra motivation or accountability, I'm here for you. You can also DM me on Instagram at any time. Just let me know what you think about this episode or if there's anything else that you want to hear. I would love to provide you as much value as you can to start deliberately manifesting a life that you're crazy about. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.